0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Building a Bridge. My name is Jesse Brizendine. My name is Jared Countess, and our mission is to
1: empower people to use their voice to build a bridge beyond race relations, creating unity and understanding, effectively raising the collective consciousness of humanity.
0: Last week, we talked about hope, and we talked about what hope is, how we can inspire hope in others, and we were asking the question of if hope is scalable. And this week, Jared, what are we going to focus on? Oh, so we're going to
1: focus on, I just want to repeat this. So this was the, I got to put this on, the, we got to put this on the page. Hope is inspiring out, an outcome that is more favorable than your current reality. Right. And so I love that quote. That is the quote to end all quotes. And so what we're going to do is we're going to, in a sense, talk about how people are choosing not to build hope and instead build despair
0: mm-hmm. in
1: terms of like what i've i've had a bunch of conversations this week Now i told jesse before we got on here where people are saying why what they're going to vote against right and painting the most extreme picture of the other side doesn't matter who you're they're, they're voting for whether I find that most people, when I talk to them about what their views are, what their beliefs are, it's in the middle. But when I talk to them about how they see the other side, they only see the extreme. All Democrats are communists or socialists. And a vote for a Democrat is a communist socialist vote. A vote for Donald Trump is a vote for racism, right? These are These are, that's it. People don't talk about a vote for Donald Trump is a vote for, lower taxes they don't talk about that they don't say a vote for donald trump is a vote for a stronger military or something like that they don't say that right people don't say a vote for joe biden is a is a vote for um you know uh increased minimum wages they don't say it's a vote for stronger unions they don't you know they, they don't equate the vote for the other side to really moderate views at all it's all extremes a vote for you know donald trump or a vote for joe biden is to save my uterus (laughs) right i can't they're gonna read donald trump and they're gonna repel roe v wade and make abortion illegal across the board right um you know they, they they make they make those kind of statements and it's like most of our views are in the middle so the only thing that it feels like we can do and and then we don't like some a lot of people most people i talk to don't really like the choices they're faced with right so in order to it feel like justify their vote for this person that they don't necessarily fully 100 percent believe in they demonize the other side the other side has to be so 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 bad right that i can justify voting placing a vote for something or somebody that i don't necessarily agree with or 100% believe in right i agree with pieces but i'm really voting against this and so if you're voting against something then you're not voting for hope <laughs> you're not you're you're not hoping toward anything you're 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 running away from a fear you're running away from something that someone once called false evidence appearing real and now I'm going to let you, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I, I, hopefully I gave you a bunch of material, Jesse, to fucking, to, to go off and, and talk about it.
0: Yeah. And I'll tell you all for real quick too, you guys are in for a treat today because this is the shortest one of these we've ever recorded because neither Jared and I were being very mindful of our clock and we've been gossiping for the last two hours and yeah. we only have 30 minutes or less to record this episode before we both have hard stops. We need to make this a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, think yeah. I think that's yeah.
1: it. We're talk forever. Yeah. And then we don't have, we have 30 minutes to do this. Now. Yeah,
0: so we have to make it really, we have to make it really short and concise. And I, I'll, I'll share this, this story. And I, I was, and I think this might be just as a, as a thing to consider. So there was a, a teacher who was holding, who had a really super sore student in her classroom and this kid was just he was such a good kid you know showed up on time always respectful everything else and one day she observes him getting in a, a fight with another kid on the playground and it wasn't a they weren't coming to full blows yet but there was a lot of yelling insulting name calling uh, so on and so forth and she starts asking the kid you know what's going on it's not like you and he's he wouldn't really say what was the thing and so she just chalked it up as maybe he's having a bad day a few days later she observes the same kid in an argument with a different kid and going back and forth, lots of name calling, lots of disparaging language, you know, insults exchanged. She's like, God, oh, this isn't like this kid at all. So she decides it's time to sit down with the parents and she has, she actually knows the parents personally and they're really good, kind people. And when the parents get out there, they immediately start apologizing. You know, we're so ashamed. We don't know what's going on with them. We didn't raise them to be this way. We've taught them to be respectful. We can't understand what's going on. So collectively, the parents and the teachers start kind of pushing the kid, trying to understand what in the hell's going on. And the kid finally gets to the point where he's had enough, and he's all, well, I do it because they do it, and he points at his parents. Parents, what do you talk about? We do it. Because I see you guys do it all the time on your Facebook page. He said all the time on your Facebook page, you're on there telling people that they're wrong or they're stupid because they of what they say. You tell me, I can't even – you tell me that I can never talk to uncle Mike again because he's a racist or whatever it is. You know, you're, you're, I hear you guys at dinner all the time you're talking about how that friend that you grew up with is so stupid and you can't believe how ignorant this other person is. And his, their parents go from embarrassed to just anger. You know, they're in that mix of places right there. And the teacher sees what's about ready to happen. So she tells everybody to take a breath and she says, she took turns and looks to the parents and says, you know, I'm not here to, tell you how to, how to raise your children, but I am here to invite you to consider the example you're setting for your kids. We cannot teach our children the sticks and stone adage if we're using words to try to break bones and hurt others. And I think there's this opportunity for all of us, whether we have children or not, to consider are we treating one another with the way that we would we would love, are we treating our fellow human the same way that we would like our children treated you know, are we communicating with them the same way that we would like our children communicated with and if you're and if jerry and i were talking one of the things that got us into this really fascinating discussion we had beforehand is we were talking about so much of our of our friends and family members on either side much of that belief system much of what they're espousing or sharing about why they're voting how they're voting or why they believe what they believe is very much about a fear it's a move away from goal instead of a move towards goal it's i want to get away from racism or socialism or communism or you know whatever we've all heard those things thrown out there and i think that at some point we have to look at this idea of how do we really want to treat one another if we start to form a society where we cannot trust our neighbor because they believe something different with us, I, 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 I believe that we're in a much bigger problem than who's sitting in office. You know, yeah. Percent. And, and then to recognize
1: that you're you're choosing to walk a path where you trump all of this negative these negative views on that person like you 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 just pound on like well if you believe that and you must believe this and you must believe this and you must be like that and then you are a racist or you're a communist right yeah. <clears throat> and <clears throat> and people and and nobody is no one that I've talked to is that pro any single policy put forward by either candidate, if that makes any kind of sense. What I mean when I say that is, like I've heard people call the other side stupid. I've heard people call the other side racist. I've heard people call the other side communist, lazy, socialist. I've heard, I've heard these things, but I'm, I have yet to hear somebody say, well, I just believe in this piece so much that you know it gives me hope for the future and that's why i'm voting for this person right i have i have yet to hear that and i think part of that is is because we don't we don't necessarily have on either side any one thing i think there are some people out there that definitely are like just extremely anti-abortion right but that's not I don't think that's the majority of Americans right at all. Right. I don't think that's the majority of us. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I think that there are some people that You know, are relatively communist right and <laughs> believe in real communist socialist principles. Right. But I don't think that's the majority of Americans. If it's not the majority of Americans it's not going to be the majority of people vote for um, For Joe Biden. Right. And if the majority of people are not extremely anti-abortion then right that's not going to be the majority of people voting for Donald Trump right and if and if the majority of Americans aren't members of a, a white supremacist organization then the majority of people voting for Donald Trump aren't voting for racism right <laughs> and, you know and, and so and so if you can if we can rationalize those pieces, then we can then we can kind of see that like like us like we always talk about like like your middle shift here and I'm middle shift here. And then sometimes we're both aligned in most of the policies and views that we have. Like I was talking to some people the other day we're mostly aligned but this fear is going to push me to vote this way. And this fear is going to push you to vote that way. Right? And 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 then and then the question is, are we being rational about what those fears are? And most of the time we're not most of the time we're not. so one of the things that I had a conversation with somebody was, like there are certain steps in America that will never go backwards We'll never go back to slavery, we'll never go back to segregation we'll never go back to women not having the right to vote right and even if they made abortions illegal they would flip it relatively quickly because people would go out and get illegal abortions and people would die right the same as with prohibition right they took they they you know alcohol what ended up happening crime rose like a they did it they they fucking made alcohol illegal they were like Ooh, no like the majority of americans are going to find a way to drink yeah we cannot make that illegal right we have to legalize it and so it's it's you have to recognize the beauty of this country and certain certain steps don't go backwards certain ways is only forward it's only forward and and um and so like i think it fears that people expose is it's is, to me it's irrational right? you know you know what i mean does that is, am i am i making
0: any kind of sense like i think i think to too it's it's uh, when you think of the notion of building a bridge, you're not building a bridge just so you and your friends can use it. You're supposed to be building a bridge. So the idea of building a bridge is everyone can use it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a device that makes life easier, more efficient, more effective, better for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine what it would be like if we had bridges and we had somebody standing in front of the bridge and say, no, 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 you can't go over this bridge because of your car. No, no, you can't go over this bridge because of your bumper sticker. You know, the idea of a bridge versus a wall is it's supposed to it's supposed to connect, it's supposed to unite. It's not supposed to be something where we and our self-righteous beliefs build our bridge and we just end up building it for our people who believe what we believe. Yes. I think this is something where if we really reflect back on what brought us all together in this group, it's it was what happened transpired with George Floyd in the aftermath. And I think with George Floyd, there was a lot of things that were said and assumed. And, the, and we can believe some of those things that were said and assumed. But I think there was one universal truth in that that was undeniable for all of us, or maybe a couple of them. And, but that were very evident right from the get-go. Number one, there was a man on the ground yelling out for his mom. And that's something that all of us could instantly, because it became a human thing. And number two, that guy who was on there, you know, did he need to be doing that? We all could feel like it was wrong. Now, as you start to see more things coming out, maybe there's more understanding about why he ended up on the ground in the first place, right, when you look at those other videos. But did it need to happen the way it did? Absolutely not. And there was a man on the ground yelling for his mom. It's a human thing that unites all 8 billion of us. All of us were burst. And came from a mother and it becomes a very human piece and so at the very core of it what's uniting all of us what's getting us fired up is there's this very human piece that then also is bringing to light some injustices and things that are unfair and not right and and that we can all do and grow together but it's it's a human piece it was the humanity we saw in that man you know irregardless of skin color It was a man crying out for his mom. It was a little baby who needed his mama to take care of him, who was looking for his mama to keep him safe. It was the same way that we've all cried out for our moms at some points in our life. And I think it's a reminder of how powerful we are when we are unified. It's how powerful we are when we can find common themes. It's how powerful we can and how quickly we can build bridges when we do that. And that is something I think that is that we have to constantly keep working on coming back to ourselves or communities with our friends or family. And it's challenging right now. I mean, isn't it? It's really challenging because there's a lot of people that they, they're not necessarily thinking how we think, want to ask the questions we want to ask when I have conversations. I was telling Jared before we got, before we started recording, it's hard for me to go outside and in some of my friend circles have conversations because Jared and I have these really incredible conversations that we record. And then we have these incredible conversations before. And then I go out wanting to have conversations with other people thinking that we're gonna have similar conversations as Jared and I, and they're just not ready to go there, which is okay. Like that's my work. I have to learn to respect that, that, that's where they are. And it's also given me an opportunity to acknowledge, You know, I think many of our relationships are, whether it's relationships with our family members, with our friends, with people in our community, if we really step back and evaluate them, we see much of our relationships are, are bound bound by surface level stuff. You know, the the fabric that we have that has woven our relationships together might be a little bit more flimsy than we realize. And so in so doing what ends up happening is, is we're constantly looking for emotional injection externally to try to solidify the fragile fabric internally. And when you do that, it's, it becomes in many ways the same as a drug addict goes and looks for their next fix. The drug addict knows that drugs are bad. They know they shouldn't do it. But they are so needing to feel something different than they feel in that moment. right? And so I think for many of us, when I hear these conversations of people on either side saying you know, not necessarily saying why they're believing what they believe in terms of why, how much they love their, their candidate, but more so how much they dislike the other. I think there's an, also an opportunity to for, for us all. And for me, I've been working on trying to ask the question, how does that person not feel safe? How does that person not feel, how does that person feel disconnected? How does that person, what does that person really want and after? You know, what are the needs that they feel are not being met that are going to help making their friends, their family safe? And then in doing that, it gives me a much more resourceful place to communicate from if I choose to communicate, as opposed to me just reacting to, you know, we're, if one person throws a grenade and we react, we get defensive and we respond by throwing another grenade, all we're going to be left with is two big fucking holes and collateral damage from that. If one person throws a grenade and I step aside, is there some damage done? Yeah, for sure. And if I can learn why that person threw the grenade in the first place, it probably gives that, Christ- that Christmas Day opportunity that we had in World War I <laughs> where you can have people on both sides come out in the middle, the same people who want to kill each other 24 hours before, and all of a sudden realize, wait a minute, you have a daughter? Wow, I have a daughter too. Wait, you, you, you want your family's life to be better? Oh my gosh, I want my family's life to be better too. What, oh, you, you mean you would come and help me, you know, pick my dead brother up here and bury them? Oh, I, I'll, I'll do that for you. Oh, you like soccer? I like soccer too, you wanna to kick a soccer ball around? And then we go back to this piece of, wait, now we're supposed to go back to killing one another? How, I, I'm not, I'm not, that's not some German scum over there anymore. You know, and all the the labels and language we use to in, in, dehumanize someone—that's Jared, who has a daughter and who likes to play soccer, and he was just literally twelve hours ago was helping me bury my friend. Yes. Right. And and, and that is where that is where humanity is at our best, and we get there by finding the common bonds, not obsessing over the things that make us different.
1: Yes. And that's and that's so that's when in my conversations recently, that has been the the the, con, the concurrent theme, right? And in terms of you know um, when I uh, I posted a question in a group talking about have conversations changed, so some of my conversations had changed, and now. I am like talking to people and I hear again, this leap to an extreme when they describe the other side Mm. and they don't, when they talk about their side, they don't mention any of the extreme views that the other side mentions. Does that make any kind of sense?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, so, you know, my side's more reasonable and more moderate and more middle. That side's super extreme and and the and the, and the only way you can get there is if you are building massive amounts in your mind building massive amounts of value and magnitude to the differences right you like you you like you have to have walked that path where you are like. Like, like I said, like, if you believe this then you believe, this, then you believe in this, then you believe in this, then you believe in this, and then you're racist. Right. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. Or if you believe in this, then you believe in this, then you believe in this and you're a socialist, right? Like you you don't think people should work hard for their money. or you think the people that do work hard for their money should have it taken away from them and given to these people. Right. And like, I've never met a Democrat that necessarily felt that way. I have, oh, I, I take it back. I've met Democrats that felt that way, but a small fraction of the many. <laughs> All right, a very small, minute fraction. And even in that minute fraction, one of the things that I always pointed out to them was that in your actions, you do the opposite. Your actions don't say, that I want to live off the minimum amount that I could possibly live off of and give the rest away. Your actions say nothing of that. Your car doesn't say it. The things you have in your house doesn't say it. So when, and then when I talk to people who are, I, I don't have any racist, like out and out racist friends. Um, but when I, when I talk to people who kind of even tilt to a certain way, like some of their views are kind of like biased and like you can, I can pick up on it. Maybe they deny it. They still have multiracial people in various facets of their life, right? And maybe they trump a little bit too much pride on it, or they recognize it a little too heavy. Right? <laughs> like I have a black friend, I have a Hispanic friend, I have a da, da 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 da, and so like <laughs> you know what I mean? My, like my, my diversity bingo card filled out. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and and so like when you whenever you hear people go through that you know rigor or mo rigor you know that yeah you know that they have like some latent things that they need to probably work on <laughs> but their effort to work on it is is that they do have friends outside of their own race right and they do and they've made an effort to get to know those people right and so you know they're trying and, and maybe they do have like i said some underlying things because they 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 they, they, they recognize it enough to pointed out to everyone else <laughs> right uh, and, and, and so but you can't like calling that person racist is in the front does that am i making any kind of sense yeah they, they they have some i was talking to my wife the other day and you know my wife is asian guys if you guys don't know and we were talking about um you know those kind of things because i've been having those conversations right on both sides and i was explaining i was talking to her i was kind of like you know, uh, it kind of upsets me to hear people say, you know, um, not kind of, it upsets me to hear people say that, you know, a vote for Trump is a vote for racism. It upsets me to hear people say a vote for Biden is a vote for socialism. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a sensitive guy, people. So that, if, that, 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 uh, it upsets me because it, it says to me that it says that dividing line, right? And you defined this entire group. You know probably outside of themselves right and, and 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 but you'll use that 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 definition to demonize that entire group right and they are now your enemy right so it upsets me because i know that how that can go right and um how you know that could become violence very easily right and so um i was talking to dial about it and you know i was like when when people say these things to me like because I am a black man, right? <laughs> and, and most of my most of my friends are not where I live at are not black. I have a few black friends, but not a lot. Um and even, you know, some of my black friends and family say some some off the wall things. But I'm like, I'm like, when people say that to me, like, I'm I'm wondering like, are they trying to check my temperature and gauge where I am? Mm. right because that's to me those are extreme statements and i told her i was like i don't know i don't understand how people can really believe those statements like when they say it like do they really believe it like do you really believe a vote for trump is a vote for racism like do you really believe that and if you do how do you come to that belief right and so and you know my wife was comes with that wisdom occasionally.
0: <laughs> occasionally. <laughs> she
1: said, she said, well, well, you know, like one people, I think people are trying to gauge where you are mentally. Like they they're they're worried about you, you're a black man and they recognize the struggles, blah, 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 blah. And they're your friends, they care about you. Right. And they're trying to figure out where you are. And then she was like, and also like, you know, people say things sometimes to even when they quote extreme statements to find bonding. Right? So it's like a temperature test and then, oh, do you believe that too? <laughs> right. Yeah. Or right. Like is that like a is that something we can, you know, mesh over? Right. Or do you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You see you get it? Right? And most of the time I'm like, no, I don't get it. Right. But <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Either side, don't get it. I don't. I don't see that. And so um, but but she and then she went into like, you know, being Asian, she went into I used to be afraid of black people. Mm. And, and I used to, you know, and you know, and and, and the image most of the black people I ran into, they were trying to replicate the image of a black person on television or whatever as you described to me, right? And they were trying to do this and they did seem overly aggressive or dangerous and blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't until, you know, she had obviously had black boyfriend before we met. And then, um, and then dated me and went to Maryland and met my family and all this, other kind of stuff. And she was like, Oh, like, right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she was, you know, people, people do have biases or biased beliefs, right. About people of different races and, that cannot be helped because it is a part of how human psychology develops right is a part of how 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 we do recognize friend info and all this other kind of stuff yeah. right and so it's going to color our conversations to a certain extent but then i i guess our job is to is to if we want to build bridges our job is to not allow that difference to become magnified to be greater than what it is. And when we talk to people, we should try to be as, I want to say authentic, but a lot, I think a lot of people relate authenticity to extremes and aggression, but <laughs> as opposed to, vulnerability and kindness yes. right <laughs> I huh I think that's very accurate yeah right so like so you know the uh, the authentic is I'm the being
0: authentic I want to be engaged in conflict I'm being authentic
1: <laughs> yes that's it yes right people yeah. always equate that to authenticity and I, and I and I I, I like I think' it's, I think it's in my mind and that's because probably because again I'm a sensitive guy. I feel like for the most part, that's the least authentic you can be, right? The real authentic side is, you hurt my feelings, that really upset me, and I need you to explain it in a better way. (laughs) Or else then I'm gonna get angry, right? (laughs) As opposed to, nope, you hurt my feelings, and I'm not even gonna let you know you hurt my feelings, you piss me off, and I'm angry, and fuck you, and blah 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 blah. That's authentic, right? But the but the all the internal stuff that got you to that anger, that's inauthentic, right? Yeah. That's 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 not that's not the reality. You know what I mean? But no, you know, and so that's I'm being facetious, guys. That is the reality. If somebody <laughs> fucking pissed you off, like for real. Like if you feel offended, you really want to know. Well, why did they? <laughs> like why did they feel? I wasn't trying to hurt them. I was, you know, like, yeah. what's what's going on here? That hurt my feelings. That, that explain it to me, please. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah. if if we could, if we could approach, and that doesn't make you weak. It doesn't. In my this is my humble opinion. It doesn't make you weak to seek understanding why someone else hurt your feelings or said something that offended you. And if we can get to the point where that's not weakness, right? And we can just, we can, we can go like, oh, it was offended. I was offended by that. Why'd you say it? How'd you come to that conclusion? Right? And and and, and then, a lot of times it begins to it begins to break down, right? A lot of times it begins to break down. Um, and and and, and, it, and it's like, well. I didn't say it to hurt sometimes. I didn't say it people retreat right away. Well, I didn't say it to hurt your feelings. You know, this is how I feel about this, this, and this and this. Right? And like, you know, and then you gotta deal with it there. One of the issues that I do have like right now is 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 people aren't also aren't giving people permission to say, oh, that hurt my feelings. Right. People are not, people are treating it like, oh, I hurt your feelings. Oh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And, and I think, I think that that is a, is a huge issue because then once, if, if you got two fucking fists, they're just going to collide. And that's, and that's all that, all that does, right. All it does doesn't make a person weaker. It doesn't make a, it doesn't make a person you know kinder it doesn't it makes a, it hardens a person
0: yeah
1: when you make that when you make that statement right even no matter who they are it hardens them right oh i hurt your feelings and blah 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 and in today's day and age we can't deal we can't deal with that that's why you have school shooters and things like that right and, and then you have other people that commit suicide and blah blah blah, 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 blah. but like when someone isn't able to be vulnerable in a conversation either because you don't hold space for that person to be vulnerable right or they don't feel they, they don't feel like they can be vulnerable uh, around you maybe you do hold space and but they don't but because you jump to anger they don't feel like they can jump to kindness or love or whatever in your space what ends up happening is that animosity builds we begin magnifying the differences, all actions of the opposing party become malicious. And even if you are a really nice person and you really want to be kind and you really want to seek love and blah, 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 right? What ends up happening is if the only thing that I'm going to get from you is tough hardness, then eventually I'm going to come back with that. And that's that's also human psychology doesn't matter, it doesn't matter who that person is. It doesn't matter, like people like to try to Trump, oh, well, you know, like a Donald Trump guy, super aggressive, alpha male, blase, 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 right? Tough guy, strong guy, right? If we wanna go real, just, just sounds so terrible, but we wanna go real like beta male type of action behaviors, right? it's not alpha males going through and killing 20, 30, 50, 60 people in a crowd. That's not an alpha male behavior. That's a beta low level behavior, right? But it's somebody who maybe should have felt like, this is how I feel. You hurt my feelings. Let's talk about this. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's get to another side of it but they got so much this that eventually they went full extreme they went unibomber. they went whatever right and, and 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 we can't and i keep saying this we can't afford that in the world today yeah we can't that, that that's that is that is not that is that'll that'll no longer push the needle forward with the state of how americans are and a lot of people right now i think the problem is feel disempowered and not listened to disempowered and not listened to and the truth is they're not disempowered necessarily but very few people are listening and then but very few people are speaking as i would call it authentically
0: there's um we're, we're heading up on our our hard stop, Jared. So. Okay,
1: all right. I'm sorry. I talked I talked forever.
0: No, 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 no. Don't apologize. I think that was so good. And so I'm gonna just, if I could just add a 90 second quick summary to that as we wrap up here. Is I think there's a few things that you said that I I want to really highlight about bias and judgment. It's not wrong to have a bias and judgment. You know, we human beings we are we are the survival creatures first and foremost. How we assess safety and danger is that. And just because we have a bias or a judgment of another human being doesn't make us bad, wrong, or any of those types of things. What it does is it creates an invitation for us to explore that bias and judgment. It takes an invitation for us to grow. And, and that's where building a bridge comes from, right? It's, we always have that choice. The second piece was about when we have people who are, who are making broad generalizations. A vote for Trump is a vote for racism a vote for vitamins, a vote for communism, socialism, whatever that is. And what we can always ask ourselves is what do we have to believe about that person for that to be true, right? So any of our friends that we see that, we, that are voting for Trump, what do we have to believe about all those people that we've known for however many years for that statement to be true? We really believe they're all racist, wanting to go and do those kinds of things. We really believe all of our friends who are voting for Biden are, are truly people who want to see this this kind of kind of behavior go. And it, it becomes this really incredible opportunity again for us to explore the generalizations we use to alienate ourselves and to build a role. We're not building bridges with generalizations. Bridge building is precision work. <laughs> have to build a wall. You you stack a couple blocks up and pretty soon you have one. But if you're gonna actually have a bridge built that's sustainable and able to carry weight and disperse load, that's precision work. And then the last piece of that too is to hurt my feelings. I think one of the things with society at some point we have to grow beyond is we are we are we are weaponizing words to the extent that now Jared is responsible for my well-being. And what I think there's an incredible invitation with this is often our feelings are hurt because somebody speaks something that exposes a truth that we have not been willing to acknowledge or deal with in ourselves. If Jared tells me that I am a horrible driver, it hurts me because I already have doubt about my ability to drive. If he tells me I'm a horrible driver and I know I'm a freaking good driver, I'm like, dude, you're you're tripping. Like, what do you even talk about, man? Like I'm a fucking incredible driver. And that's that scalable, right? So if somebody tells us we're a horrible husband, a horrible girlfriend, a horrible whatever, it hurts our feelings because we have some sort of self-doubt about ourselves, which again, this becomes thematic of much of what we've been saying. And part of really building a bridge is not just the unity we create with others. It's the harmony we create within ourselves. And it's from that harmonious place of self that we no longer have to alienate or demonize others to make ourselves feel safer and more protected. And when we have that place of harmony within ourselves, we're no longer needing to go external to validate internal because now we can take internal and use it to enhance external. So anyways, I think we're over time. Did you want to add anything else to that just to close us out or?
1: No, I, I thought of some things, but I, I like what you said, though. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, you guys, record time. This is about 30 minutes. You'll probably never hear us talk this little before because both of us could easily go on hours more. But we do have we have responsibilities we've already committed to beyond this. And <laughs> you know, we just we appreciate all of you. So comment, questions. you know engage in discussion you all if you don't agree with us that's great put in the comments if you do agree with us that's great put in the comments but let's let's continue the conversation it's really important that we lean in lean into communicating with one another now
1: give one ad if you watch this all the way to the end i want to know if you actually believe in either one of those extremes do you really believe that a vote for trump is a vote for racism do you really believe that a, a vote for biden is a vote for communism or socialism and then break it down, if you can, fully. Why? Beyond a, beyond a, an emotional hint or notion. Like, I want to hear the facts.
0: Love it. All right, everybody. We appreciate you. Jared, I appreciate you. And see you next week. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.